Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank and today I am joined by Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all. And we have Susan. Hey guys. Today we have so much to talk about. Primarily is going to be Ant-Man, of course, but we also have some new trailers. WB's got some big moves coming up and we're bringing back a classic hero movie. Uh, but first, we got a question out of the Geek Box for you guys. Uh, pulling out one out right now. Which sci-fi TV series have you watched the most? Boy, this is an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for both of us, it's probably Star Trek Voyager growing up. We watched that, I mean, probably 15 or 20 times through the entire series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it would be Star Trek overall, since now I've been watching all the different versions of Star Trek. Anything, yeah, anything else you've watched nearly as much as that? No, it's just Star Trek, really. I mean... Have you started watching the new Picard yet? No, no, no. It just came out, uh, like, two days ago or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, not too long ago. I kind of like to let those build up because, man, they always drop them with, like, a cliffhanger at the end. So I'm pissed off. Yeah. So I'm like, let me build (laughs) up a few of these so I don't get so mad at myself. What about you, Susan? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you grew up watching much sci-fi, huh? No, I uh, grew up watching a lot of, like, novellas <laughs> <laughs> ask me that and i'll tell you my favorite one uh so i don't have a good responses i'm so sorry no that's right right now you're watching a lot of you were watching a lot of the original star trek which is that's old school right there uh, yeah i was watching it out of love because you know i married a trek freak <laughs> now because you're watching it out of love is there any of you that's kind of starting to like star trek or is it just like i'm watching this for jonathan 100 percent? okay well yes and no Uh-oh. yes <laughs> Um, which was the ori- the series that you were just watching with like um Captain Kirk? The original series, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's the series that I like. I'm sorry. Can you tell that I still don't know like the, <laughs> that's okay. like verbiage? Hey, you said Captain Kirk. That's that's above. <laughs> that's that's a notch up. I'm still learning, right? Even though we've been together for ten years. Oh my gosh! Oh my God. After ten years, I still don't know what the wrinkly forehead people are called. Anyways, oh, oh, they're Klingons. <laughs> You'll see oh, them at Klingons, the convention when you eventually talk the drags you there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I think that's definitely my favorite series. I think it's just because it's like that old vibe of like yeah. really bad like props and then like <laughs> predictable storylines. I. I that would definitely be my more enjoyable um, series because of those reasons. It is sort of the appeal of it when you're watching it and you're like, man, they really had to make a lot out of this little set or whatever. They, they It was pretty fun. It just takes you back. Yeah. Know, like, cool. All right. So let's go ahead and move forward, guys. We're going to get into our news. Uh, here's some quick ones for you. Ted Lasso is coming up on March 15th. That's when the new season is coming out. Have you guys watched Ted Lasso yet? I think we saw like three episodes of it but it's isn't it through apple, apple. tv yeah yeah we don't we, i think we only see that in our living room we haven't set it up on all our devices and okay uh yeah i don't know it just didn't really hook us right away it's so i know a lot of people love that show well not only do a lot of people love that show but every time i watch it i'm always like this is the perfect show for john and this season because it's so yeah. hard to find a show you guys would both like because like if it's scary at all susan's like uh no and then Jonathan, you don't know what telenovelas are. You know, I, mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> Susan's taste, I don't think, is 100% with yours either. Uh, no. <laughs> but this one is like, oh, it's such a great show. And yeah, it's super heartwarming. There's like every time, because we're all so cynical nowadays. Like every time we're watching a show, just like with Ant-Man, <laughs> we're about to talk about, I'm expecting something to go wrong. I'm like, yeah, you know, drop the mic type of moment. But no, it's just like, no, everybody's happy at the end of this. It's like, oh, shit, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I do suggest you guys give Ted Lasso a second chance. It's... It's we'll solid. have to. 
Uh, the Marvels is delayed. It was in July. Now it's going to uh, to November 20th. I kind of feel like this is a good move following what we're seeing out of the last couple Marvel movies. Stop and take your time at it. What do you guys think? Well, I don't remember what the Marvels was going to be. This is a the newer movie where there's like a group of, it's like teens. No, this one is the Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambeau and Miss Marvel from Disney Plus teaming up together. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I don't know why I didn't like uh, Miss Marvel or the, the series seemed pretty good. I didn't watch much of it, but the movie that came out like five years ago was just OK. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't a branch of the MCU that I was excited to learn about, I guess. I think being out of time, too, was a little weird, right? Like because it was in the 90s. Yeah. That, that threw things off. It didn't feel as connected as the others do. And with her like space based story, you think she would have you know, been just like a, a part of the guardians or, you know, I don't know, just kind of, he's worked with them in the past. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. It just didn't, didn't fit. I don't think they introduced her very well, but we'll see. Maybe this, this movie will kind of round out her character and give us a reason to root for her. I don't know. Hmm. Susan, here's a kind of a deeper question for you. Um, as the one representing women of the three of us, uh, <laughs> what do you think about Marvel trying to, bring more women into the MCU because before it was almost a joke of like, Hey, there's no black widow movie, but you guys got three iron mans. And now we have this movie of all women. Are you happy Marvel's doing that? And is there anything you want to see them try to do a little bit better with? So I, I think it's a really good move. Um, one, because it gives the audience something to relate to specifically, obviously like women. Yeah. Um, and it gives that, um, that sense of like, oh, we're not just uh, a stagnant like idea of like men are the only one that can be superheroes. Like we're pro we're progressive in the sense of like women can also be superheroes. They can also be just as intelligent or if not more intelligent than some of these guy superheroes. So I think it's an amazing move on Marvel's part because money is money and they're trying to make it. Right. Of course. That women aren't just sidekicks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And props. And, yeah. Uh, women lead character roles in movies is a real hot thing right now. Yeah. Especially well, like young yeah. women. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's sad to see smart. that it's taken this long though. I <laughs> but, mean, it, yeah. it's, you know, and that it, it's still just in movies and, and not as effective in our society. Yet, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And there's more and more numbers where it's like over 50% women, over 50% women or like, or, or like over 50% of the audience is women kind of thing like that. So it's just like, mm -hmm. why are we not yeah. embracing this faster? So the Marvels being, you know, three women leading the movie. I think that's amazing. Personally, mm -hmm. like knowing the Marvel world and what's to come, they need to quickly get X-Men out there because I think no better place are women represented than an X-Men because you got like Jean Grey. She's one of the leaders. You've got Storm. Mm -hmm. She is one of the actual mm -hmm. better, even better example of one of the leaders. So many badasses in a row. The biggest badass on the team, like the ticking time bomb waiting to blow up and become the best villain they've got is Jean Grey and the Phoenix Force. So it's like, yeah, I think and they're, they're scrambling to find good women representation for Marvel until they cut the X-Men and they're like, get ready, guys. Here comes the best of the bunch, you know? Yeah. And I think the best part about like including women, right, or putting women in these like big roles of like acting and it, it within like the movie scene and the characters and all that um, is that not only are they women, but they're it's a diversified like profile of women that's right true. so i yeah. think about like the um, newest marvel character that was in the doctor strange movie what was her name 
Uh, America, uh, America Chavez. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, not only is she a woman, but she's also of like Latin background. Yeah. So that makes it relatable on two different levels for a lot of people. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think the more that they diverse their cast, it'll attract more people. Right. It'll make it relatable. Yeah. One more ticket yeah, in America's favor, by the way, daughter of two moms. So that was another thing oh. that was like, you know what? We haven't had that in the Marvel universe. And now there's a, a few more people welcomed into the group, you know? That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Mon yeah. Is it Monica Rambeau is black? And then the two other, uh, Black Widow and Wanda, they're, they look like typical white women, but they actually have, have you know, the accent of their original culture, too. So they're not. Yeah. Eastern it, uh, Europe. One's for, Russian. For, uh, which is funny because she changes it based on what movie or show she's doing. <laughs> but Scarlet Witch, yeah. Like in the if you guys remember Civil like Nest Civil War or whatever it is, but uh Avengers 2, super thick Russian accent. <laughs> and then in WandaVision, she's, Vision, she's just like, Hi, I'm Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> yeah, that so, well, yeah. You speak with the accent of the people you're around, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, kind of funny. So, anyways, yeah, Marvel's guys, uh delayed till November 20th. Let us know what you guys think about how Marvel can improve their representation for women in the in the MCU. Uh, speaking of the MCU, we got Thunderbolts or uh, Thunderbolt Ross, who uh, is now played by Harrison Ford. We found out in the new Captain America movie he's going to be the president, and so it's that does happen in the comic books. It's not like a big part of the comic books, but it does happen in the comic books. But basically, it's going to be this a movie explaining better how Captain America works with the United States. We've seen the two mm -hmm. at odd odds plenty of times it's one of the best oftentimes mm -hmm. those are the best captain america storylines is when he doesn't agree with america and so mm -hmm. um that's definitely going to be the case with this it's not like he's going to follow thunderbolt ross and like they ain't go kill the hulk like, all right sure <laughs> it does not gonna happen you know i just rewatched uh civil war not too long ago a few days ago actually and that like kind of twisted my brain thinking about i i always assumed that the the division of of uh Iron Man and Captain America would have been backwards. Yeah. I figured Iron Man's going to be the one fighting for freedom of corporations and and for them to operate independent and make their own laws because they know better than these governments that want to try to control them. And I thought Captain America being the good old boy from the military was going to kind of want to conform to what what the you know army's telling him to do or what his superiors in the chain of command are expecting of him. And yeah, in the movie, and I've seen the movie a long time ago, but didn't put too much thought into it, I guess. Uh, but then to watch it again, I was like, wait a minute, this is backwards. It, yeah, I, it must be. And it seemed like they had to kind of twist the character, at least for Iron Man. Uh, they had to twist his character a little bit to make it fit that mold. But I imagine it's probably and they, they showed that he feels guilt and remorse for all the people that have suffered from his company and, and whatnot. Um, but it seems like they're trying to make it fit what the comic books say, you know, what has been written before and not what kind of makes sense based on the movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of weird that they, to me, it seems like it'd be the other way that, you know, Steve Rogers would try to follow the military and do what he's told. And Iron Man would be like, no, no, no. You know, we all need freedom to, to defend uh, as much as we see fit kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. In the comic books at that time, Captain America goes by nomad. And so, mm -hmm. uh, obviously kind of distancing himself. Um, yeah, I liked it though, because in a way it's kind of like, well, what does America stand for? What America's not representing it. Captain America always will represent it. So what does mm -hmm. America stand for? Right. And so then it's like, uh, you know, freedom. What is freedom? Well, it's not being a registered number, stuff like that. You know, it's kind of the anti-Holocaust move. 
Yeah, I he represents freedom more than than our country does at times. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. ever interested in reading a comic book, I know right now you're reading Gargoyles and stuff, but uh, I really suggest you check out uh, Civil War Two, which is the sequel mm-hmm. situation, and it's Iron Man on one side and Captain Marvel on the other, and it's this whole thing where basically there's they find a way to have these precogs, like kind of like that movie uh, Minority Report, tell what the future is. Right, this one precog could tell you what the future is going to be, and so um, Captain uh, Captain Marvel's like, sweet, we could stop crime now. Let's get in on this and. Iron Man's like, no, no, no. If you go with what the precog says, then you're going to eventually force that to happen. Like, if you go stop a guy from murdering somebody and then, like, the, you know, like, you're going to end up fucking with the future if you do that. And that's not fair. Somebody hasn't committed a crime. You can't arrest them. I'm not committing a crime. You have to wait for them to do that. And she's like, well, yeah, yeah. but they're about to murder somebody. So there's this whole mix of, like, what is right, what is wrong. It's, it's really worth checking out. That's crazy. Yeah. I like it. All right. Uh, let's go with, uh, yeah, How to Train Your Dragon getting a live action movie this time. I think this is going to work really well. And I think it's because of how well house of dragons and game of thrones is doing. They finally figured out how to make mm. dragons cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it, when you think, when I think about that movie, I don't, I don't think I, I couldn't imagine them making that kind of kids movie into a live action one. But, but, uh, that, like you're saying, they've mastered pretty much how to make CGI dragons. So they can make it look really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in that movie, they show the dragons. Each dragon is so unique. Mm-hmm. Like they're just as unique as people are, you know, in their personalities or whatever. So it'll be pretty cool to see how they can make them all look and act and operate so differently. I wonder if this will probably is already, but like how a lot of TV shows are not a lot of TV shows. Let me back up. <laughs> I wonder if the the thought of having a dragon in like your tv show is going to be like the new thing so like how we see mm-hmm. in like game of thrones and we see um what was the the spinoff to that house of dragons house of dragons and you know how to train your dragon we know uh how to train your dragon has been around for a minute yeah um but i wonder if this trend will continue because it is fascinating i like it and it's not scary right i don't know and enough to where you know you can make a live action for kids are they training them young you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wonder if they're going to try to make this like an adult rework too. Hmm. I don't know. For me, like if this leads to them bringing back Dragonheart, I'm happy. Because Dragonheart to me is the best dragon movie ever. (laughs) And I thought the CGI was good back then. Now you watch it and you're like, "Uh, okay, I can can Uh, squint a little bit. (laughs) It's not not too bad. But yeah, it's definitely like, he's a cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder what the deal is. Like, we're, we're getting more and more dragons. I think it's one of those things where we kind of ebb and flow. We do it with superhero movies a lot. You can watch it happen in superhero movies where you start to see, like, um, my, what I think of it is like dads thinking their kids are dorky. So, like, if you look at the 90s with superhero movies, they started off with Michael Keaton, Batman, serious, rough, badass, sweet. Then we go, and as time goes on, and people get more familiar with superhero movies and start to accept it in the main line, not just geek stuff. Then it gets wild and out of control with like George Lucas, George Lucas, George Clooney. <laughs> and then eventually it'll eventually reset itself with like this is zero superhero movies for a bit. And then we get rough Christian Bale, Batman, rah, rah, hardcore, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then that gets that goes and it gets clownish, too, with this new Flash, blah, 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 blah. Reset again with Robert Pattinson, Batman. Like, I think the same thing happens with dragons where it's like. Oh yeah, everybody's cool with Game of Thrones dragons. Okay, reset. Everything, you know, I think we're going to get the same thing. Eventually, they'll get <laughs> so crazy with these dragons. Maybe these ones will be like purple and pink and random colors like yeah. they are in the right. animated version. I think we'll have the same thing happen. 
movies with dragons talking to each other where they, you know, have human voices and stuff. Hmm. Which Dungeons and Dragons dragons talk to each other. So yeah. if they do that in that movie, then it might be a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah, mm. jumping the shark already. Because I know for, for my campaign, I'm, I'm bound to a dragon that I made a deal with so we could pass him. And uh, so I can call him. Basically, what's nice is if I'm about to die, the dragon doesn't want to die with me, so he'll come around and help out. But yeah, mm. it's that's going to look that's stupid smart. in a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dragon buddy's here. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> Let's get it to Ant-Man. All right, guys. So we watched Ant-Man last night. Um, what is your initial reaction from this new Ant-Man movie? To me, I think overall it was a good movie, especially for the younger audience, which we know Ant-Man was already made for, you know, 10 to 14 year olds or something like that yeah. for the most part you know, compared to the other MCU movies. Um, I think visually it was beautiful. They did a great job at making this world look vibrant and interesting and kind of mind breaking because there's a lot of stuff that we don't consider, uh, especially in this world that, you know, physics operate a little bit differently or whatever. Um, the downside was the story was just not as impressive and uh, just, yeah, overall, the story was a little lackluster and it, they didn't explain the the science behind some of the stuff that was in the movie. Yeah. Which as a Trek freak, I love some techno babble that justifies everything you're doing when you don't have that. And we just have to kind of assume certain science. It it kind of takes away from the movie to me. Uh, there was a lot of little plot holes. It's like, well, you could have just plugged that with a quick, you know, second of something. But yeah. there's a lot of things they didn't really try to fill in. So a little little bit of clumsy filmmaking to me. But overall, I think especially for a younger group, it was awesome. If this came out, I think one of you was saying yesterday, this came out around Halloween would be best because there's so many different costumes that you could yeah. uh, make out of this movie. I think Susan mm-hmm. said that. That's, um, that's a really good point. Yeah. But as as it pushed forward the MCU, I thought it was good how uh, Kang was an awesome character. It, you know, they explored him more in this movie than we saw in in Loki, and uh, they kind of developed who he is a little bit more. And so I'm excited to see where he goes after this too in the next movie. I like yeah. that that Star Trek idea of like just throwing some technical because I'm thinking right now like if you just said like, oh yeah, this is because of quantum gravity. Okay, sure, I'm on board. Like just yeah. say things like that <laughs> to be like, okay, yeah, it makes sense now. Is quantum gravity? I don't know what the hell it is. I don't need to know what why it works, but just say that, and I'm okay with it or whatever. Yeah, but then exactly. Um, yeah. What did you I, think, Susan? I definitely, I definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, I mean, obviously not like as technical as Jonathan. I'm more of like, oh, those are pretty pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, the plot of the movie was just okay, but also like I'm an adult. Like, if this would definitely be more appropriate for like a you know, teenager, kind of a younger kid. I think it would be perfect for them. Uh, it's really not that scary. And I'm a huge scaredy cat. Y'all know that. Anyways, um, I love the creativity of the characters in this movie. Yeah. And now I think this is just my my two cents. I think this movie wasn't necessarily made to like, you know, make millions of dollars in the, in the box office, but more of like a stepping stone for Kong's story. Um, because at the end, when they do like the credits or whatever, we get more of an explanation of the Kong that we see in the King. It's King. It's King. Yeah. Sorry. That's a Kong. I know. You got you got people, you got geeks at home right now grinding their teeth to nubs. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about Ong and the the last airbender. (laughs) 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 Sorry. No, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. It's also really 
really early and I haven't had coffee. This I'm is sorry. me, by the All way, right. Jonathan. This is me editing Disney Bob's <laughs> Gone Wrong. <laughs> right? oh, yeah. Me sitting here having to text them. James Wood is a famous actor. Damn it! Pause your recording and Google him. Okay, Kang. Sorry, not Kong. Kang. Um, I think it was a stepping stone for Kang's story, and the. At the end, we see the credits, and obviously not trying to be a spoiler or anything like that, but we kind of see a very small glimpse of King's history, and I think it'll make an amazing, like, movie in the future for that specific character. Yeah. But do I also believe that some of these characters should have been in Halloween Town and Halloween Town 2? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. By the way, we are definitely sticking spoiler-free. I'm going to make sure to tag the spoiler-free so everybody knows. Um, give everybody a chance to watch this, but I, you know, I just, damn, yeah, it was, it was a little messy in my opinion. Uh, I think Modok mm. was a huge mistake. He absolutely, we knew yeah. like this is gonna be tough to show on the MCU, so just don't do it. Then that's fine. You guys don't have to bring in every character. I understand he's a big villain, but still, don't bring him in. He looks so stupid. And they could have just done him so much different. There's a million different ways you could end him. You could have his body normal size. And he just has a head that's, you know, 30% bigger than normal or or double the size of a regular person's head. Maybe his head takes up yeah. his whole shoulders. But the way they did him, and I get it's comic book accurate, but it does not look good on screen. It doesn't it need not, to be. No. Yeah, there's a reason that, you know, the old X-Men didn't have yellow and blue suits because black looked better on yeah. screen. Just do that. Exactly. Yeah. Also, did anyone like not, and maybe it's just a Marvel thing. Um, it, Did anyone else not care for like the breaks of like, laughter that that character would would bring like it just kind of broke up like the (laughs) it's funny you brought that up because i was realizing they did a joke i can't remember what it was oh no it wasn't him but it was the other it was that gooey guy that was like holes referencing holes the joke there uh, yeah and i was like oh my god not a single person in this fucking room just chuckled at that joke that's bad. There's not even a chuckle. <laughs> you well, because it would up. like interrupt you, like focusing on the story, and it's like yeah. I'm trying to follow along what's going on, and you're trying to crack a joke about holes. Like I, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah Ant Man is always meant to be one of the joking ones, right? Not like Iron Man or something like that. Like not the same kind of humor, but it is supposed to be like dad jokes because that's what Ant Man is. And mm-hmm. but it's like, boy, these are falling even flat for those. So yeah, it was. It, it was rough in that sense. This, I think the story would have been, I, I mentioned this last night, I think it would have been better if it was not in the quantum realm, but on another planet. And I'll, it scaled back mm-hmm. a little bit. But if this was on a planet where, like like that scene where we saw those balloon parade guys coming over, like that's a whole new culture on a planet, sure. This yeah. could be some sort mm-hmm. of planet trading post. I think this would have been way better. Change out change out the, the quantum realm portal to a portal that landed you on some random planet. Make it to where Kang mm-hmm. was curse to stay on this planet because i don't know something we could always make up some tech mumbo jumbo but some reason he had to stay on the planet mm-hmm. perfect yeah this Would've planet is trapped sense. in a void which is outside of time so he can't get out of it yeah but if it's another planet then it's like all this makes sense plus we could use our physics the but the yeah. worst thing in my opinion about this entire movie is it ant-man has two abilities he has the ability to control ants well thank god you know no spoilers it's in the trailer ants get sucked in as well with everybody else like okay well good luckily you got half of your ability back by the way he doesn't use that ability hank pym does Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um the other one is that he shrinks and grows well you're in the quantum realm everything is small like if you're big it's to me it just doesn't feel cool because it's like i don't know nothing really matters and like literally the ants are at different sizes because it doesn't matter so i don't know 
Yeah. And once you shrink down, I mean, isn't in the quantum realm, aren't you the smallest that physics will allow anything to be? And That's then you the can still point. shrink and go back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the point same. of the quantum realm. And it's just like, and it's yeah. not that, like quantum physics. Like I get what you guys are trying to say, but there's a point when you're too comic booky. You know, and for somebody like yeah. us to say that, like, that's a problem because we're we're <laughs> buying in on this hard. <laughs> like, OK, gotcha. Yeah. Go, you know. You know, whoever this guy's got a God Slayer sword that could kill gods. Fine. Sure. I'm on board. But you're too comic booky. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like I was saying earlier, a little more techno about like they're trying to just assume a whole bunch of science that doesn't exist and just think we're going to assume the same thing they are. Yeah. If you were to just throw in some words that. Like, why is everybody that shrinks down to the quantum realm about the same size? If one guy is four times the size of everybody, he's obviously got, you know, like how Ant-Man can grow and shrink. Yeah. He'll be able to just crush everybody. Mm -hmm. But just explain a little bit of science that says, oh, well, yeah, this is the this is the bottom floor. This is what everything shrinks to. And then that would kind of make sense. Oh, yeah, that's why we're all physically about the same size. Yeah. But they don't explain anything like that. And, yeah. And if they leave with like Kang... Possibly being able to like expand from that planet or something like that. If they do a planet thing, it makes more sense. The other thing too is like, oh, he has an empire. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, but this is so ridiculously small. It's on the top of like a pen. So it's like, how am I supposed to care about a war going on, on the top of my pen when I got two pens right here? <laughs> like it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you negate all the stakes you're putting into this because of the quantum realm. So. But but if he gets the, the science behind expanding it, which I'm surprised with his technology, he hasn't been able to just replicate Hank Pym's uh, technology. Uh, yeah. While he was in there's there. a few things we have to like just pretend. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, if he gets the ability to expand all of that, then sure, he can not only have normal sized ships and soldiers, but he can have ships and soldiers that are 50 times the normal size and go destroy a planet by flicking it if you really wanted to. Uh, so, yeah, it's all well, kind of that kind of leads to the, some of the credits that we saw. Yeah. Yeah. Kang, by the way, guys, just so those folks at home that don't know, um, he is a Thanos level villain. He will be he, he will be a problem for a long time. We have. So the next Avengers movie is the Avengers versus the Kangs. And yeah, we know that much just from the title. Um, and yeah, it, it's going to be really big. So he won't go anywhere. I think one of the positives from this movie, cause we got to talk about some of the positives. <laughs> uh, if there's <laughs> any, no, but it's, it's definitely Jonathan Majors as King. I think the actor, I mean, just nailed it. He's so good at everything he does and, yeah. and really Absolutely. sold it. Has he been on any other Avengers movies? Like, have we seen him before? Just Loki. Uh this is his kind of his introduction, yeah, yeah launching phase five. Mm, okay. And then now outside of Marvel, do we know him? He, he was he got his like fame from Lovecraft Country, which I need to finish watching actually. But that's where I know we got oh, okay. real big. Is Lovecraft Country on uh, HBO? But mm. he's gonna be in the new Creed movie. I think those acting chops. I think he's gonna be like the next. He already is like the big name. Like I want to see him play everything now already. Uh, just like the way he was like. Especially the scenes where he's like talking to them in the jail. Again, no spoilers, but there's a point where they're talking to him in jail. Um, you saw him like try to like be persuasive, get angry, mm -hmm. you know, a little like soft threatening. Mm -hmm. Like he was like swerving back and forth in between all those emotions so well. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. son of a bitch, yeah. this guy is good at what he does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, when he speaks that slow, deep tone, it's super intimidating. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like, there's so really much power right underneath this. Uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to mention before we move on from Ant Man? Uh, no, I think it was. I think it's worth watching if you've watched, you know, most of the Marvel movies, and go ahead and go see it. But just you know, set your expectations low and yeah. plan on just having fun with it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's a 
family-friendly movie. Mm-hmm. It's, like I said, not that scary. Um, I love the creativity in this movie. The plot obviously has a couple holes in it. Um, and um, anyone else get, like, magic school bus vibes from yeah. this movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. The whole shrieking down thing, anyways. <laughs> This movie would have been so much better if it was like a Pixar movie. I would. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it would like I, that strange new world. I haven't watched it or whatever. That strange worlds, whatever they just came out with. It was like this, the same idea. It's the same freaking movie. Okay, that is so true. I didn't make that connection. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Someone copied someone else's homework. <laughs> you guys, let us know if you guys watched it. What you guys think? Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, and uh, what parts you liked from it? Let's try to hear that. Okay, I want to hear what parts you liked from it. Because uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people bashing on it. I want to hear the person who says, Modoc, this is my favorite part. And try to explain that to me. I'd love to hear that. Oh, gosh, please. Yes. I think I got challenge accepted. I'm recording later on with Thomas. And I think he's a Modoc fan. So I'm looking forward to trying to hear what the hell he's going to say. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we had uh, we had the Super Bowl and a couple other trailers come out, which, by the way, do you guys think the Super Bowl ads are getting worse? Yeah, I don't think they're. I mean, I don't know if maybe maybe the Super Bowl has less hype behind it too nowadays. Maybe football's not such a as as big of a deal it's, as it was in the nineties and early two thousands. Well, viewership numbers are bigger than they've really? ever been before. Yeah, I don't know. The the, the I, mean, I don't for some reason or another the the trailers weren't or the commercials weren't as uh, amazing as they used to be. Though a lot of companies are scaling back right now, preparing for a potential recession or whatever. So okay. a lot of places are probably trying to you know soften the blow so yeah uh they might not be willing to dump millions of dollars on a you know 30 second commercial that's cool but we did see a few good ones so we had yeah we had trailers for the flash guardians of the galaxy 3 indiana jones 5 and then we just got ones for john wick 4 and tetris do you have a chance to watch any of these is any of them that you'll want to talk about i actually just saw the tetris one yeah uh I didn't see it during the Super Bowl, but I watched it later, uh, and that looks surprisingly good. I did not right? know there was any kind of exciting story behind the development of a simple game like Tetris, but they make it into like this big international scandal of trying to get this game out there. And uh, yeah, it looks it looks really cool. Rated R, which I was surprised by that. Yeah, it's yeah. oh wow. Yeah, it's got the guy from Kingsman. I can't remember his name, but I know Squeaks is like a huge fanboy. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it looks. I'm surprised how good it looks. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta put some yeah. Tetris. I played Tetris in a while. What? <laughs> you know, <it's> so weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks good. Uh Flash kinda looks really good to me. I I can't stand Ezra Miller, but man, I'm watching the hell out of this just because it's again, it's like that X-Men music we keep talking about. They know if they play 1989 mm. theme song Batman in the middle of that trailer, then I'm like, <laughs> buy my ticket. Where's my buy my ticket? What do I go? <laughs> like, right. like, Who wants to take my, my money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put my card on file with you guys. Just let yeah. me go. Yeah, it's like uh, um, instance, instincts. We were when we were in the movie theaters because we all went together to watch um, Ant Man. Uh, we saw the uh, trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now that looked surprisingly good, and I'm not. A guardian fan by any means oh, really? i mean I, I barely know like the main character is yeah. it chris hemsworth right nope nope chris no, pratt. but i don't know <laughs> chris, chris pratt. pratt there we go it's a chris a chris yeah <laughs> <laughs> um that looks surprisingly well um i think i might go watch that one i don't know i'm just very picky about like what kind of like action-packed movies i watch i just don't want to i still want to be scared that's my thing i still yeah. i don't like feeling fear <laughs> 
This yeah. one should break your heart. <laughs> actually, this one's pit. about because the, the Guardians of the Galaxy team rotates. They have new new people yeah. at all time, and James Gunn and even like you know Dave Bautista has said like this is the last one with this group. So I wouldn't be surprised mm. if we see a few deaths. Kill some people off. Yeah. Hmm. See, I'm okay with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to go through and rewatch the old movies because like Groot is you know kind of teen or young adult age in this one, but in previous movies he was full size and then he kind of died. You know, killed himself to save everybody but then a little twig of him is regrowing back into a full Groot so mm. you know what's um, interesting about that Jonathan is Gunn came out and said that no that's actually adult Groot now it's just that he's not 100% the old Groot he's not the original Groot this is an offspring it's like if you were to take a pear tree cut off a limb and you know graft a new oh, one or whatever okay. that's now a new tree but obviously has the same DNA that makes as the old sense. Um, yeah. he's growing in a different environment too so yeah. Yeah, not tall and skinny but like a football player and strong because the hmm. environment, yeah. Uh, Interesting. We're going to see this one's going to be about um, basically Rocket going back to, I can't remember his name, but he experimented on a lot of animals and try to save all the animals and try to stop this guy from doing more experimental people. So we're going to see probably, you know, Rocket's origin story. And I wouldn't be surprised if he dies for it. Uh, mm -hmm. I Dave Batista, I think, is almost a guaranteed death because he's done with the MCU in general, j just contract wise. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a tough one. But I, I really suggest you do watch those first two movies. They're very good movies. I think Guardians hmm. is some of yeah. the better MCU movies out there. All right. Yeah, the villain in the second one is questionable, but yeah. they're still good movies. It's played by, was it Kurt <laughs> Douglas at least? No. What's his name? God damn it, Frank. I shouldn't say names if I don't know him right off the bat. But <laughs> it's a good I actor. I do it all the time. It's fine. Just say a name. Just say a name. <laughs> is, it's Gordon uh... Ramsay. It's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> 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 uh, it'll be fine Frank, Frank will edit this he'll fix it don't worry yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna go on yeah, smoke okay. breaks uh, the, WB, the WB this kind of reminds me of the Disney thing we were talking about last week WB is bringing back some classics so they brought back one of their guys Akiva Goldman uh, who has his own mm -hmm. studio uh, studio uh, Weed Road and the first two movies they're working on is an I Am Legend sequel and a Constantine sequel now a lot of this I think is what we're talking about with Disney last week and the fact that Yes, people are pre preparing for this recession. And when they're doing that, they stop pushing envelopes and trying new things. And they just go like, look, we know it's going to put, you know, money in our pockets. And that's going to be making a sequel to Constantine. And, you know, like, that's mm -hmm. why we get Indiana Jones 5 and stuff like that. Just because it's their easy sales. They're not going to try something new. Yeah. Are you excited? Are either of you guys excited for any of these movies? What is it that you want to see out of them? Yeah. So real quick, the Constantine movie is a sequel to the Keanu Reeves yes. movie. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, that was pretty good, but I Am Legend, I really, really liked when that came out, so I'm excited to see a sequel to that one. Uh, and I know you, you've mentioned before that it's not following the original ending, because obviously he dies in the original right. one, uh, but the alternate ending, where he finds the cure and, you know, narrowly escapes or whatever, uh, survives. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, obviously, he's going to be older, because this has been, like, I don't know, 15 years or something since that movie yeah, came out. Yeah. Uh, but as you're saying, Michael B. Jordan's going to be another main character in this one with him. Yes. So I wonder be, what Michael, who Michael B. Jordan will be. Like if he's like some guy that just walked in and will is trying to like, like teach him the ways or something like that. I'm like, I'm interested to see what the relationship will be. Maybe they'll be yeah. against each other in some way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, except I was thinking like, we already saw the flashbacks of the outbreak and stuff like that. So it's not yeah. like it's He's going to be playing a younger version of Will Smith. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it'd be kind of interesting if it is a, like a, a rival between the two of them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, it, 
I'm excited to see it, but I have no idea what the, what the plot's going to be like. Is do you know? Is this based off of like a comic book series or it's something? Based off where a we book. can actually. Uh, oh, okay, okay. And, and the thing with the book that's really interesting, the term "I am legend" is because the that's mm-hmm. what the book is called, and the book is all about how um, you know how he hunts down those. We'll say zombies, but we know they're not zombies, guys. But you know how he hunts down the zombies. Yeah. And he realizes that they're becoming smarter and smarter. Well, he is a legend amongst the zombies as this guy who's killing them at night. And mm-hmm. so like, okay. so the, pers- the, like the idea is I am the boogeyman to this new race or species, species. of people that are coming up. And so it's actually not necessarily that he's like some hero. It is not that he's yeah. not a hero either, but it's also kind of like this complex thing of like perspective and stuff. So it's, <laughs> in other words, it's way the fuck more complex than the movie's going to show. <laughs> but, yeah. but I like the oh, fact man. that like it's, you know, the, the ending of the book is actually the alternate ending, the ending that they're using for this. So maybe we will actually yeah. step into a more complex storyline. I wouldn't hate that. And to hmm. see, I, I didn't think about that, but seeing that these creatures grow more and more intelligent and maybe start to develop a society and stuff like that, that he's still, you know, at war with himself. Yeah, uh, yeah that'll be complicated that whole thing at the end too where like he's he's realizing that oh you love this girl that i got on the operating table or something like that like there's this whole thing where like yeah they have emotions you're a douchebag (laughs) for killing them all the time but you know it's oh so maybe that would flip will smith to be like no we need to find a way to to interact with these people communicate with them save them somehow i mean i know he's trying to find a cure but you know uh and then he finds michael b jordan who's just a hunter who's just out there slaughtering them in bulk burning down yeah. buildings that they hide in and stuff like that and he's like no 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 you're these these may not be our friends but they are still intelligent creatures that we can learn to work with or something like that maybe that becomes their michael battle. b jordan could be like the leader of a small swat team that's sent in to clear the city yeah and he's just like yeah. on mass yeah. burning and killing oh god i'm now That'd really awesome. want to see this movie <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get on on uh on the payroll for the with these writers i know damn we, we can just do outlines that's fine Susan, did you watch either of these movies? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm I'm a little quiet on this. Um, I don't suggest so. I, I think what? the two, yeah. The way that like Constantine, like he walks in that room of dead bodies. Nah, that's not your oh. that's not your thing. <laughs> yeah. That's sorry. I'll stick to my Disney movies though. <laughs> but yeah. Uh this is definitely WB. The, uh, even Akiva when he put out a statement, he was like, these are very WB movies. Like movies that WB is mm-hmm. known for. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that happening across the board in all industry and in all, uh, you know, these studios. And uh, I think they're we're going to be the winners of it. But it's also kind of a shame that they're not going to try new things. We're seeing that with, again, mm-hmm. like Harry Trader Dragon live action. Like, that's just an easy one to do, you know. And then yeah, we're going to have mm-hmm. some safe, safe uh, movies for a while. Yeah. And then on the Marvel front, we talked about last week. I might have cut it out because I cut out guys last week's episodes long. I cut out straight up half an hour out of that thing. We 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 got we got talking. One of the things I think I might have cut out is the fact that I think that Marvel will eventually just bring back Iron Man because he's the mm-hmm. easiest way to make a billion dollars. And they have so many ways that they could do it. They might yeah. as well, you know. Yeah. Even if they, if I mean, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is amazing, but if they wanted to recast him with a young version of Iron Man that's like the same age as, as uh, Spider-Man or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would maybe be a smart move to do right now. If Basically they what they're to. doing with Black Panther, really. Wait, yeah. okay, hold on. Uh-oh. I recently just watched both of the Iron Man movies. What, why wouldn't they recast um, Robert Downey Jr.? Because you haven't seen you the, haven't seen Endgame. the movie. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Avengers. Um, they all work together. And yeah, spoiler alert, he sacrifices himself to save the half of all humanity by <gasps> destroying Thanos or defeating Thanos. Oh, no. Endgame yeah. will, br- like, if you watch it, like, I remember, man, it brings you to tears like three fucking times. <laughs> that yeah. movie tears that's you up. That's a good movie. And he has a little five year old girl, so he, like, didn't want to oh, even get involved in any of this. He's like, I, I could be a hero, but I'm not going to do anything that's going to compromise what I, I've, you know, got in the last five years, which is his daughter. And uh, he has to join the team and they have to do all this stuff to stop Thanos because half of all all people were, were killed. Did he end up having a daughter with the with his like Pepper Potts? Pepper Potts. Yeah, Pepper Potts. Yeah, okay. yeah, married. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. then, yeah, he has to uh, sacrifice himself. That is really Dr. sad. Doctor Strange even told him pretty much because he saw all the different potential combinations of uh, the future. Uh-huh. He said there's only one that really stops him from killing people. Oh, God, that scene where that, he looks that, over at fucking Doctor Strange and just says <laughs> one, like, no! <laughs> <laughs> God. Like, w- wasn't there... I've heard people explain an alternate... Uh, a way that would have worked out better where... um, What's his name? Quinn? Will? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Guardians. Yeah. Uh, he... Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Yeah. He uh, takes the gauntlet instead and does it himself and how he, he, it would have kind of fit the story better if he was the one to sacrifice he's half, himself. Yeah, he's half a celestial being, so he's able to survive it just as yeah. much as Thanos would be, pretty much. Mm. There's there's mm-hmm. all kinds of, like, yeah, Hulk survived it, you know, like, there's all kinds of other people who could have grabbed it, um, mm-hmm. you know. And, and there's the famous one, actually, the, <clears throat> the solution to this whole thing, which is that Ant-Man goes up his butt, small, and then gets to become giant man all of a sudden that would kill Thor. like that's the mm. famous one that everybody's like Kang be careful put the double layer underwear <laughs> you know? that's true yeah, so, that's, that's crazy poor, poor Josh Brolin and Paul Rudd for years now have been taking interviews and that's the end question always is always like what do you think would happen if Ant-Man went up your butt <laughs> always a thing now again yeah. again yeah. stop oh god but uh, yeah. yeah what if everybody touches him too like when you touch a hot, li- a hot wire if, if everybody comes around and puts their hand on, on Iron Man while he does the snap and they divide sure. that that surge between themselves they did that at the end of Guardians 1 so yeah they could kind of do that that's that right be, yeah. that would make some yeah, sense yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean you're all a team right and you're gonna let this guy die by himself it was it was such an emotional moment though the like the way they made it to where it was like just this latch this ditch effort and he's the last one to grab it like it was kind of like in yeah. the heat of the battle like we can't make a plan to do this it was just i got them now let's make this happen yeah it was so yeah. fucking and they, well they wanted to make you cry so they wanted a, you know a father to die and oh, not yeah. be with his daughter yes you want to see an entire comic god cry you yell out you know i love you 3000 and all of a sudden you got a bunch of 40 yeah. year old men on their knees <laughs> <laughs> weeping <laughs> Oh, man. You, you definitely exactly. gotta watch that Susan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dang. Oh man. Okay. Uh, what do we got next? Hellboy is being uh, remade. They're making a whole new one. This is based off of the comic book series, The Crooked Man. Uh, so real quick, the story for that version of Hellboy is he comes across a man who sold his soul to a devil, to a demon, and um, like basically, you know, things are going really wrong in this guy's life, and he feels like he's cheated. So Hellboy ch- helps him chase down the demon. And uh, get his soul back. So it should. It sounds like a nice small adventure, which I think is what's needed. And this is going to be a movie, but they're also shopping around to streamers, so it might be a low budget movie. But yeah, we're getting an entirely new Hellboy actor. We're not going to go with the last two at all. Uh, Jonathan, what do you think of Hellboy? I, of course, we watched a lot as kids. Um, is there a place for it, or are yeah. we getting just too many superhero movies? Oh, I. Well, who who owns Hellboy? Is that not? 
uh, Marvel or DC. I think it's right? a Dark Horse comic, actually. It's not. Oh, it's okay, not Marvel okay. or DC. No. Because I'm thinking, like, I mean, if they wanted to sell out, Hellboy would fit in really good with Wanda and Doctor Strange. So it would be Ooh, cool yeah, if they would. could kind of branch those two together. Um, I did love the two Hellboy movies that came out before. They were really good. But I don't think they did as good in mainstream as uh, a lot of other movies. But back then, we didn't have, like, superhero movies really going on, I don't think. Um, but I think they should lean into that and lean into the, you know, superhero perspective of it. Not so much the Constantine, you know, or a Sandman kind of demons and yeah. dark world kind of stuff. Because I, I, I think right now we're seeing like like with WandaVision that and, and Doctor Strange that is selling from the superhero perspective really well. But yeah, we don't see any other dark movies with witches and stuff like that. That's that's doing very good right now. So. I think just play it off in that perspective and it'd be be really cool, really effective. One of the best but things about they, you're right there. Right one of the best things about like Hellboy, especially the wrong promo. So there was one that came out in 2019 with David Harbour. Nobody watched it. So we're not gonna bother mentioning mm. it. But um <laughs> yeah, with Ron Perlman, it's like he has these different holy water bullets he puts into his gun. Like he has gadgets like mm-hmm. Batman would that are all yeah. from the bottom <laughs> of, of like from the Pope and stuff. It's so dope. Yeah. He got holy water from the Pope and put it in bullets. It, yeah, because he's like how he's kind of like a Van Helsing, vampires? but he fights demons and everything. It's he's a really badass yeah. character. Yeah, he um, he equips a cross in the at 1500s. all times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to wrap my head around this concept. You gotta I, see the holy water I'm, bullets though; they look really cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just thinking we just we just did a recording on uh, Hercules and yeah. so uh Meg, you know, sold stole or sold to um Hades. Hades and uh I'm thinking well if Hercules had some holy water bullets maybe it would have been easier. <laughs> yeah. Is that pretty Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Weren't we just talking to about speaking of like this Van Helsing uh we were talking about a studio that is going to be redoing all of those type of movies right well i mean yeah we're just talking about wb and constantine so yeah it would be kind of where we are seeing the the resurgence of those 90s and 2000s movies that we were into um yeah i thought yeah. i thought there was some maybe it is wb that because we were talking about how like uh i don't remember the conversation but how it would be cool to see like a league of extraordinary gentlemen uh but they're yeah. they're rebooting several movies in that that type of realm so that they could maybe connect and have their own uh like mcu of you know this this uh steampunk fantasy kind of thing yeah dc's hmm. got creature commandos that's what we we're talking about creature commandos for dc it's oh, a brand okay. new project james gonna announce and yeah it's kind of it has literally frankenstein on there it has a werewolf blah 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 blah, blah. and it is kind of a league of extraordinary gentlemen with the universal horror people so nice yeah there is okay that. so Maybe this can fit in with that. I don't know. Or if at least be competition in the same competition. Yeah. Realm. It is Dark Horse. I double checked. It is Dark Horse. So they're in a league of their own. There's like nobody really touching them. Um, this is yeah. by far the I most mean, successful. Dark character. Horse, if Dark Horse starts doing good, that's great because they have a lot of good comic series that we can explore. Just like if Image, like, hey, let's get that Spawn movie going, finally. Because right? we know oh, that Image yeah. Comics has so many good things. It's like, I mean, they have Sonic. Yeah. So just get to it. <laughs> so how far out is Spawn? Do you know? I don't know. Like we talked about it a few months ago and they just found their writers. So I don't oh, know Jesus. what Todd is doing. Just make this damn thing already so we can so we can watch it. 
it's yeah because that'd be that'd be an awesome i mean don't just plan on one though plan on making three movies like i don't want to just fizzle and die like, yeah make them all around the same time yeah it's unique enough awesome. and stuff got- like that complex enough you totally could do that Right now they're running the Gunslinger Spawn series, like make that a sequel or a branch off or a, a mini series that comes out of it or something like, you know, people would love to see Gunslinger Spawn on TV. Yeah, I know I would. I actually, that's the one I'd want to see the most. I really like Gunslinger Spawn and his comic books are really neat. Like, yeah, I don't need to go into me and Squeak's already gone into it pretty deep because of course he's reading everything <laughs> Spawn. So right. guys got tattoos and stuff of it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we got uh Hellboy coming back and anything like that. It looks pretty good. The Crooked, Crooked Man um, is a really good storyline and I think it keeps it nice and small on a smaller budget. So I'm hoping they stick with that. I'm a completely new actor. So looking forward to it. Um, all right, let's start wrapping things up, guys. Let's go with our recommendations here. Uh, I'll start things off with our recommendations. If you guys are playing Hogwarts Legacy and you can, I would suggest trying it out on a Steam Deck. It runs incredibly smooth on a Steam Deck for some reason. So they optimized it for that. It's running really well. Uh, it, I, uh, I honestly think, feel like it runs better on the Steam Deck than it does my very expensive, very big gaming PC. I don't know what it is with the optimization. <laughs> it just works really well that way. So give that a shot. Hmm. Um, I know for a lot of people, they're like, why would I play it on something that's not as good at graphics? Try it out. What do you guys got for recommendations this week? Uh, if you're like me and you haven't watched it yet, cause I'm a couple days behind, but the new season of Star Trek Picard just came out yep. or the, you know, it's airing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, catch up on. Star Trek Picard. I've been watching uh, Ant-Man, the first two movies again, uh, getting ready for this movie to come out. And then that kind of led me down a wormhole of like, what Marvel movies do I not remember? So I rewatched Civil War and I had a couple other ones that I plan on rewatching. Um, so, yeah, I've been all over the MCU lately, but but uh, definitely got to get caught up on Picard. In doing that, and this is, is have you final, found like a Marvel movie? Season. or Is it like a new highlight to you? uh no <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're they're all all the ones i've watched are the ones that i knew i liked already anyways yeah um well I mean, man i didn't really pay attention to it before so watching this again i'm like okay yeah one and two are both really good movies surprisingly and a lot of people didn't care for them the reviews weren't amazing they just didn't fit well i guess with the rest of the mcu which yeah. i understand but watching them again i'm like these are hilarious they're fun i yeah they're geared towards a little bit younger audience or family you know watching the movie but I thought they were great movies, so I don't know. I don't know what people were talking about. Yeah, I think at the time Maybe they were wasn't so a dad unique, when they came but out. now looking back at them, they were more grounded than what we have today. So people kind of look back at yeah. them fondly, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> what do you think? Um, I started watching. Um, oh, we've only watched one episode, really. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember the name. It's the one that's kind of like Yellowstone, but with like the oh, business oh, people. Um, yeah, Frank recommended <gasps> actually Succession. You guys are watching Succession? Yeah. Oh, yes. We started watching it. <laughs> yeah. So we started watching Succession. Now, I want to be very honest. I did not care for the first episode. <laughs> the camera shaky, like as if I'm watching The Office. Yeah. And the acting is a little bit cringy at some times. Okay. And so I'm going to give it a couple of more shots. I'm going to watch maybe one or two more episodes and then I will make my final decision okay. if I want to invest more time in this. Real quick, the son that's running the business, does he like get killed off early on? He doesn't get killed off, but boy, that, that guy goes on a roller coaster. And I, I, I would like to hear if he actually is on the spectrum because I think he is. And I think that affects the way he portrays the character. Like I think the character is mm-hmm. um, on the spectrum because he's... His emotions are weird sometimes. Yeah, a little all over the place. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, 
Oh, man, I'm happy to watch that. <laughs> I could see that. Damn, not you say that. I can, I can, I can kind of see that. But yeah, um, I didn't like. I said I didn't care for the like the how, how would you say the that the setup? Yeah, mm -hmm. the camera shaky part. I was like, I feel like I'm watching The Office. Like, <laughs> yeah. and the way that they like zoom into yeah. people's faces, and it's just like, oh no. <laughs> I, think I like the office. <laughs> I need to stick to that a little bit. The the key with that one too is, if I remember correctly, the first episode is the baseball game, right? No, it's the okay. it's the dad's birthday. Okay, well, yeah, it's probably gonna stick to that form then, because I think the <laughs> next episode maybe there's a baseball game they go to, which you're like the whole time you're like, oh, I'm rooting for I can't remember his name, Macaulay Culkin's brother. I'm rooting for him mm -hmm. so far. And then he does something so dickish that you're like, oh, no, they're all assholes. Okay, I got you now. I get what this is all about. <laughs> Everybody's a jerk. No one's a good guy. Even cousin, cousin Greg's even just out there just to, you know, make sure he gets paid somehow. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah man. So that's about it. What about you, Frank? Uh, mine was to play Hogwarts Legacy on Steam Deck. Try it out on Steam Deck. It runs well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah boy. So you, I could talk about successions for another hour. So let's probably call it there. <laughs> um, <laughs> the end of the first season ends so crazily. It affects how... The main character, I can't remember his name. It's not Logan. Anyways, the main character, um, the son that's running the business now, it affects his character so dramatically for the rest of the show. It's pretty, pretty insane. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's okay. a hot mess. <laughs> I kind of got that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you very much for listening to us today. Uh, we have multiple episodes coming out from all of our networks. We have a Disney Moms Con wrong pretty soon. What's the next one on the, on the docket? Uh, tonight, actually, we're recording Aladdin, so that'll come out pretty soon. I think one. our last one was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our last one was Hercules, I think. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So during the oh. Aladdin one, make sure you guys reference the music a lot so I can add a lot of it in there. Yes. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. Aladdin is really good. And I actually watched it in Spanish this time because oh, of Marco. Wow. Um, and the translation was spot on. And it maybe was like slightly funnier. <laughs> because of the way that it has to be translated. So I'm excited to talk about that too on the podcast. Speaking of Spanish, did you happen to watch Pedro Pascal, who's the Mandalorian and from The Last of Us, um, on SNL a couple weeks ago? Oh, no. The Mario been... bit. The Mario no. bit's good and all, but the part that I think Susan would love is there's this one where he plays a Mexican mom or a Hispanic mother and like bringing over a new girlfriend. And oh, it's so hilarious. But <laughs> half the sketch is oh. in Spanish. And so, like, oh, it's, I have to send I'll it to you. To watch it is it. hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys, that is it. So, yeah, so ch listen uh, for Disney Moms Gone Wrong. It'll be releasing on Wednesday. We also have a brand new level up that just released when you guys listen to this. It just uh, released. Um, Kyle is now leading the show, and I am so incredibly proud of how that sounded. That was a really good episode. He's got Scott on there. I think Scott's going to be on a few more of them because it's, it's tailor made for the way those two do podcasting. So, it's perfect. All right, guys. Thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.